the weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year because these are high quality pieces they're staying in my wardrobe the best part is that all quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they even show you on the website how much you're saving which is awesome quince partners directly with top factories cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us i recently got a really really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button up all, both in white linen which is awesome and i know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer so get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns q u i n c e dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash goals i know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios i used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted salted wonderful pistachios in the cart when i was grocery shopping growing up and I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors and I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. What's up everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts Anne Catherine and Caroline. And today we want to have a conversation about identity. First of all, highs and goals, obviously we're going to get into that. That's how we started every episode. But last week, we spent, like, 75% of the episode on highs, lows, and goals, so we're going to try and zoom through it today so we can actually talk to you. Not 75%, but we did, and Catherine, like, just popped like off with long. so because well, it was many. A, We had two weeks in between, because we had a guest episode in between, so I always have, like, double the updates. Yeah. Double the things. But I feel like this topic of identity is one that we've, like, always had in mind. I did it on that mini episode once. Oh, yeah, you did. But it's, that episode's on, like, no the, longer, the so, like, episodes. I like, yeah. So it's fun that now this is going to be like a full number yeah. one big episode where we can actually expand more and talk about things more and that it'll be here to stay. Yeah, I I feel like identity is something that I think about so much and so it's always and it's always something that like we talk about kind of with each other sometimes like it comes up in conversation and it's like a big thing kind of th- like recurring on my mind or like oh, i think it's an identity an crisis almost yeah and so i just want to like or if you are overthinking wherever that overthinking starts the more you expand it just gets to a point of like existential crisis identity 
anxiety. Like, I feel like those are all kind of intertwined and... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So I just want to like talk about that concept of identity, like kind of what I think about it. And maybe it'll have some light bulb moments with you of like, oh my God, wait, that kind of happens to me too. I think that way too. Or I never thought of that. You know, this is less of like a, we have answers type of episode and more of just like a, we want to talk about this topic and maybe we'll have some ideas that you've never thought of. Or maybe we have some ideas that you're like, wow, I've never heard somebody else put that into words as well so i think it'll just be super interesting what is your high oh highs and goals i have a few so i wrote i started writing on my highs because normally we get into the episode and i'm like actively coming up with them or trying to remember them as i'm speaking so i wrote down my highs and i wrote these down on thursday and i've since like two seconds ago i started adding more to them but we're gonna we're gonna breeze through them a little bit faster than we did last time but my first high was i had like a very I know we always talk about this and I always I'm like you know when you have just like a weird amount of energy and it's just like ev- the stars align I guess and then if you work out or do something it's like insane and like you're maxing out on everything and like everything feels so easy and like good and it's like the cogs are all turning and then you're like oh my god this is my new baseline like I'm I just ran a marathon like tomorrow let's make it chill like that was so easy let's make it chill anyway I had one of those days and I did a full, um, like, upper body lift in the morning because I'm trying to figure out how to balance doing more cardio but not feeling like I'm losing all my strength because I love the, like, runner's high type of vibe with cardio and how it makes me feel, but also I hate how it makes me feel like a spaghetti noodle. Mm. I've said that, like, six times, but um, it's less of, like, oh, doing more cardio makes me feel like a spaghetti noodle. It's more of, like, time-wise. I've swapped like lifting dates with more cardio days so now the ratio is off and I'm like if I go longer between you know strength training or doing anything like that I just feel like a little sack of jello I'm like I want to be able to feel my muscles um that's all mental though so anyway this one morning last Thursday woke up did my normal lift and I was like I'm I want to go run outside because it was the first day in like three days that it wasn't disgusting and gross out and I have white shoes normally a little rain wouldn't stop me but I have brand new nice bright white shoes then I run in and I was like you know I could wear my old pair running but I feel like that would just like ruin my legs and my shins and it would just not be a good idea so I'm gonna hold off wait till it stops raining stars aligned this morning great lift went for a run and like the run I ran what I set out to run um and side note, I was like, wow, this is fun. Because at the beginning of the school year, when I started, like, running more, it was, I did the math. My new, I guess, like, what I ran the other day was, let me do the math for a moment, 2.333 times what I, my original, like, baseline of running. So that's kind of fun to realize, like, oh, wow. You did more like, than double what yeah, yeah, was yeah. hard for you before. Yeah. So that's pretty fun. And so I did that, and then I'm like, I could so, at the end of my run, I was like, I could keep going, because I was just so mentally, like, on the up and up, and I was like, this feels so good, like, everything feels so easy, and I was like, and I had to stop myself, because had I continued and gone way longer, which I, like, in that moment I could have, but then I would have been out of commission for, like, six weeks to come. Mm. So I stopped myself, and I know we talked about that in the past, being like, oh my god, when you have a crazy day like that, and then you're like, oh, this is my new baseline, like, I'm never not running twice what I normally do now. Like, my new baseline is, like, twice, and then you're like, that's not 
that's not how it works. Like, maybe you'll get there, but mm. that's not today. Like, move on. So I saw myself, and now I'm not out of commission anymore. So that's super fun. Um, and then second thing is, I know we talked about merch in the last, the last episode, but I've been, like, wearing it as my, I'm wearing the sweatshirt right now. And I, like, before I was too nervous to wear it, because, like, I don't want to jinx anything. Like, I don't want to wear it until it's, like, all official. But now I'm, like, the other day I needed a sweatshirt. It's freezing cold. And Where did you is, wear like, it? To class. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Like that's yeah. super fun. It's not even the final version. It's kind of like our. It's like it's draft. like in yeah. It's a draft version, but I'm like super comfortable. But the final version we do have finalized, and we'll be ready for you guys really really soon. So if you want to be the first ones to hear about merch, if you want to be um, looped in on like the pre order and everything like that, then then we'll have a link right in the show notes of this episode, and you can click that and you can get your name on the list so that you get all the updates, you get the early access, and all of those kinds of things. So just throw your name in there, and you'll be in the loop. Oh, and my last hair was I my <laughs> my last tie was I just added this last night I cut my hair. So. She did, but she it doesn't hair appointment. It doesn't feel like no shorter. Like doesn't. Feel shorter, but it, there's probably like a foot. Nope, lie. That was a lie. I don't know length. Well, relative to what your hair has always been, this is the shortest that your hair has been ever. Ever, ever, ever in my life. Maybe when I was like in kindergarten, it was this short. But it's, it's like going. collarbone length right now. At one point, it was for sure like to butt. my butt. But recently, it's been to like, I don't know. Anyway, super fun. What are your oh? What are your highs? Um, Your low is heinous. It's so funny. Yeah, it's really awful. So Um, funny to me. My high, I had a little bit of a high moment yesterday because I just felt like, I just feel like I've kind of been like working in silence, pushing through some things recently. (laughs) And silence? Well, you know when you're just like, you're, you know, you're just like kind of grinding, like working towards things and stuff and also, or just like feeling very like independent in your pursuits kind of, you know, it's like. You're just kind of, like, working before, like, the work before things kind of really come to be. And so I just feel like I, like, had a couple things yesterday where I was like, wow, these things are, like, really are moving forward for me. Like, I just signed with a talent agency, and I'm going to get started soon, which is, like, a huge, huge deal for me. Just, like, in my personal life, being able to find more balance and have some more time in my life to be able to have somebody kind of on my side with social media, not have that be totally on my own. That's something that I've been searching for for so long and working for it. And so to have that start to come together right now just feels huge for me. Um, I'm also like working towards an internship next semester that I had like some positive feedback on. I don't know. It was just like yesterday. I just had like a few moments of like, wow, things that I've been working for seem to be coming together right now. And so that felt kind of nice, especially when you're working really hard and you feel kind of alone in it or like the hard work before things kind of come to be can be really hard so it's nice when you have those moments of like okay things are starting to happen so I just like I was going for a walk yesterday and listening to music and kind of just like reflecting and it was nice you need to go for it. I haven't left the apartment today I know I haven't either so this happens on weekends honestly I'm either I either have a weekend day where I just get up and out and I'm out or I just I just don't, and today is just a not, but that's okay. You need both, but it's super sunny. I really want to go outside later. Okay, quickly, my low is, oh my god, maintenance. Sorry, I'm like reading this, and I'm like, I forgot what my low is. Maintenance. Our maintenance, man. If you're reading this, I mean, if you're listening to this, like, I appreciate you so much, and there's nothing wrong with you, but 
my low of the week is maintenance because they have there's a few things like we need fixed like such as my window doesn't stay open so i have a like it's propped up because otherwise it just shuts on itself and so maintenance they like ordered new windows and they're gonna come put them in but it's been a week since that happened oh it's been a month well it's been a month since they ordered them it's been a week since he was like oh the windows are here okay can we put them in can we put them in and they're like here every there's three units in our apartment building and then no there's another thing they're like oh we'll be there at 11 in the morning so i'm sitting here like at 11 in the morning the apartment like twiddling my thumbs it's 2 p.m and there was an email, and they're like, sorry, I couldn't make it. I'm like, well, maybe you could have told me before I spent my entire day just, like, waiting around. Waiting and waiting and waiting. And so that was my low. Okay, here's my low. So, a couple weeks ago, I decided to get a two-week solid core membership because I was just feeling like I wanted something a little bit different in my routine. I was getting a little bit sick of going to my school gym every day because I'm kind of in a moment where like if I can't get there in the morning where it's not crowded it's really really hard to go in the afternoon where I know it's going to be packed and I know it's just like a more difficult environment to like get in the zone in and so I was like you know what I'm going to treat myself I'm going to get a two-week membership and just like do a little Pilates and throw that in my routine so that I can have something a little bit different for the next two weeks hopefully kind of avoid a burnout phase of working out before it happens by doing something different Anyways, my membership was a two-week unlimited. And so you think that you can just kind of, like, book and cancel classes and things as you please. Well, no, that's not the case because the other day I checked and I'm like, why do I have a $40 charge from Solid Core? Like, I paid my membership fee. Like, why, why do I have a $40 charge? And then I realized that they have a cancellation fee charge that I didn't know about. And so if you cancel within a certain period of time, they just, like, charge you double for the class. I didn't know that. It was not, like, made very clear to me when I signed up for this two-week unlimited plan. And so now here I am thinking that I'm, like, getting a good deal with it and I'm just getting late fees left and right or cancellation fees because there were two classes that I missed or canceled. Anyways, I was really upset about that, but I was like, you know what? Whatever. It was probably in their terms and conditions and they were sneaky and... I it's not sneaky no it's not sneaky but I also think I'm like really like you can't cancel without being charged double because that's why I don't get how people like consistently like obviously if you do like if you're into worker classes like love love it I have have the occasional phase but there's so many people like at our school this is what I'm like so intrigued by is there's so many people like people I know at our school they do this like spin Spin Studio. Studio. And it costs, like, I don't know how much it costs. Everything. But it's they, $15 you, for $15 a thing, but the cancellation fee is class. huge. And then if you were to cancel or whatever, like, they charge you again. But with our tuition, like, fat-ass tuition, there's, like, a gym. Granted, it's irritating to go to that gym. Like, I get it. It's chaotic in there. But $15 a class, every single class, like, as a college student, racks up. Even if you have that money, I just, like, cannot justify. Personally, I'm, like, it amazes me. And then how people are so relaxed with the cancel, like, people are so relaxed with the cancellation. They're like, oh, I'll cancel. I'm like, really? Because you just wasted $30 (laughs) and you got nothing out of it. Anyways, that was upsetting to me. But I was like, you know what? It was probably there and I just missed it. Whatever. Like, I was really upset. No, now I'm getting there. So this, this already happened. So then I'm like, okay, I have one week left of this thing. I have to make it worth it. I gotta be going. So I had a class scheduled for Wednesday. Meanwhile, the studio is not that convenient for me. It's about a 30-minute walk away. 
So I have this class booked on Wednesday. I set out and start walking and realize that I set out and start walking about 10 minutes later than I should have. And I am going to be late to this class if I keep on walking. And so I said, you know what? This really sucks, but I'm going to have to call an Uber because I would rather pay the $10 Uber fee because that's what it was than the $20 late fee or cancellation fee. And it's not a late fee, it's a cancellation oh. fee. It's just, it's honestly just finance. It's just finance. It's and finance so I call the Uber, I pay $10 and I get in an Uber and my Uber takes me there. My Uber drops me off at the door two minutes after the start of class, okay? Two minutes into an hour long class. I step into the studio. There's no Pilates reformers open. Every single one of them is full. It's been two minutes in this class. And I had a booked spot and so I was like is there anywhere for me to go and she was like oh it looks like like I marked you absent it looks like we filled your spot so somebody had been on the wait list and was just like waiting predicting that somebody would cancel or be late I was not in class for the first two minutes and so I was marked absent and my spot was already filled so they marked me absent so therefore that counts as a cancellation because I was two minutes late it counts as a cancellation I'm going to be charged twenty dollars and I was there and, like, look, I get it. There's a back and forth. It's like, okay, I was two minutes late. Maybe I should have been there on time. Yeah, I should have been there on time. But I don't know if it's fair to mark me absent and cancel my presence in the first two minutes of class. I've had people walk in ten minutes late, and they're just lucky enough that no one stole their spot until them. Anyways, so I asked them. I was like, okay, is I will leave, but is there any way that you can waive this cancellation fee because like truly I was here if somebody hadn't been here waiting I would be right there and I would be doing 98% of this workout and I am here and she was like there's nothing I can do I already marked you absent like you can send an email to the front desk I send an email to the front desk within that first 10 minutes I still haven't heard back so She's now, like tearing up as we well, speak. I'm just like upset. I'm like, I, cause I was there. I was two minutes late. Like that just doesn't really seem right to me. So now here I am another $20 cancellation fee when I really didn't cancel. Plus this Uber charge, plus the other two cancellation fees that I didn't know about. Plus, imagine, no, plus the membership that I was like paying for for two weeks. Week trial just to, just to like save some money on the experience and you end up like spending three times over in late fees. It not I mean not three times over well, but it's it's, 20, it's just it was about 40 gonna plus bottle. twenty plus like the ten dollar Uber yeah no it's just about That's gonna absurd. double what I'm paying for the two weeks because it was it was eighty nine dollars for the two weeks and it's like just about gonna double it so I'm like quite upset that's my low for the week and I was already having a really bad day on Wednesday and then that happened on top of it and I was like you have got to be kidding me now I didn't even get my workout anyways now it's sprinkling rain on my walk home and I'm down 30 extra dollars like it was just really a low I get home and I'm just like crying and I still haven't heard back from them but I'm gonna fight that because I just I, think I don't it's so I don't funny think that's obviously right. like obviously it's, it's like irritating and not what you want to be if you just like dumped 70 dollars yeah. down the drain like, I, like for me i was like oh i'm like treating myself grain. to this two-week membership <laughs> and it's just almost caused me more stress but taking with a grain of salt i think it's hilarious that you i just imagine her standing on the side of the road and she's like i'm gonna be late and she takes an uber two blocks uh and then they still cancel also, me like, it, then they course, still fill my spot happen to you. of course so that would funny. happen to me it's so me <laughs> I was literally already having a bad day, and I was like, this is going to improve never, my that day. That would never happen to I was like, me, this but wor- it, like, it would it happen makes, to me. Com- if it didn't happen to you, I would be surprised. Like, it's so funny. Yeah. 
Because that's, like, not the first time, and surely it's not the last time something like that's going to happen. But then, okay, here's the little lesson It's been that. 20 minutes of Wednesday, our we have to Wednesday, really bad, and then yesterday was Friday when I said I had, like, a nice walking moment feeling kind of appreciative. So, you know, I take every day as it comes, because things can be very different within oh, 24 or 48 hours. And then it can all go back down again. I mean, life comes in waves. That's kind of my, it's kind of my I thing. I don't think it comes in alternate idea. Sorry, I was, wow, I was yelling at that. Alternate idea. You're just, you're just. Riding the wave. No, you're just there. And, oh no. What'd you do? Oh no. I dropped <laughs> my lollipop. <laughs> oh Ew. no. I'm not eating it again, Caroline. I'm putting it down. She dropped her lollipop Where did I put on it? the rug. Oh. Good thing I got two. Good thing you brought two in here. Yeah. Oh, oh there's a hair disgusting okay it fell on the rug okay one second let me open my new lollipop i got these lollipops at whole foods i know i saw the other day and i was like i just i just need it i just need it they're fruit juice flavored Mm. and anyway what am i saying my who knows move on oh knife you're just neutral and it just like happens and it's that's just it. So your goal for the week? Well, actually, we're getting on a plane in just a few days. It's going to be Monday when this episode comes out. On Tuesday, we're getting on a plane, and we are going to London and to Florence, Italy. We are so different in the sense that, like, I never would have been like, oh, I'm working on an internship, I'm getting an internship, or like, oh, I'm doing this. Like, I never would have preemptively just been like said something until like i have to wait until something is so real but how is it not real are we on the plane yet are we there yet no but we've had these flights booked for about a month so i would say that we're going what if the airport closes down okay well unless the airport closes down or like the world (laughs) ends what if the world ends we're going to london and italy next week and i'm just so excited about that we've both never been to europe before if you guys have been listening for a while you kind of know our history we love to travel we grew up a little bit in asia we spent last spring semester in singapore so we've done a lot of traveling specifically in asia but neither of us have ever been to to europe Europe. i'm 20 years old and i want to go to europe and so there are a couple girls daddy (laughs) hey I am paying my own way to Europe. I am paying my own way to Europe, but we have a couple friends from school who are studying abroad in Florence, Italy, and so us and our roommate Anna decided that we really wanted to take some time and go visit them, and so, and Catherine and I also have a best friend from Hong Kong growing up who goes to school in London, and I've always told her that I wanted to visit her. I've always said that, like, if I'm going to go to Europe, I'm going to go to London, I'm going to see you. And so we booked our trip through London for a couple of days and then on to Florence, Italy, and then back. And we're going to miss a couple of days of school for it. But for the most part, it's worked around like a long weekend for us. And I was so nervous. I didn't even check my school school schedule before I like booked it. And someone was like, oh, we have a midterm next week or like we have an exam next week from one of my classes. And it's like the token exam of the mm-hmm. whole thing. I was like, what day is that exactly? But you'll be here, right? Yeah, I think so. You I said don't it was know, Tuesday, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's yeah. not. It's, it isn't, because I checked with Caroline. So you're going to be I here. was, like, texting everyone in the, like, wows in class. I was like, what day is that? And I'm like, when are we going? When are we leaving? When will we be back? Yeah. So my goal, truly, is to just be super present there, have a really good time. Like, we're going on, like, a girl's trip to Italy. That's, like, honestly kind of my dream. 
so like that's something that I've always wanted to do and so I just want to make sure that like I you just be throwing around the term always want to do you guys remember a few weeks ago when there was like a cat do we tell you about this I've always wanted to get a cat I always want to get a cat I I just always I have some things in the background where I'm like someday I'll do that never have you ever been like I want a cat no but I just think that like having my own little kitten would be cute ever ever in your life have you been have you wanted a cat okay well I've always thought that having like a little kitten is something that I could do and all of a sudden she pulls out and I've always thought that I've always wanted a cat I've also always thought that going on like a girl's trip it's somewhere in Europe and yeah, in Italy uh, so, is like okay. a dream. That's well, like everyone's wants to do that. Every single person every in the world. Every single person wants to do that. And so like, oh, I would my love point a is that my goal is that in these next few days before we go on the trip to really like check off all the, the tasks and the schoolwork and things that I need to get done so that I can feel very free and very present and just really enjoy myself on this trip. Because there's just no, like it would just be a real disservice to myself not to be present and have the best time because that just doesn't happen often what i should just charge you late fees if you're not being present (laughs) a hundred percent wait can we do that no wait can we like have like can we have like a negativity jar on this oh i need to check the wait this is a really good idea like we have to we have to venmo request each other when we're like not being present or being negative on the trip not doing that um (laughs) Because you would lose. But here's the thing is the other day, my group project group and I, we did bet money on like how many TSA, like we put in, it, I think, I don't know how much we put in, not enough. Something was, they were like, let me say this in English. It was like a market, but it's not like stocks or anything. It's like you can trade on world events and that's what we're doing our like project on. And one of the things we're reading through the current things you can bet on and one of them was how many TSA pre-checks are, or how many TSA check-ins are going to, like, go through this week. And there was a, it was, like, over or under $2.25 million. And so I was, like, I'll put $100 on over. Because we're going to be there. No. It, I, it's for sure under. I didn't bet $100. Like, I don't know. I, it was, like, a group effort of, like, what we were betting. And it was minimal. Um, but we most definitely, we kind of bet before doing any research. Because it was, like, not. It was a fun little, like, in-class bonding activity. We definitely lost. I think we lost like maybe like five dollars. So it was like it was just like a kind of it was a fun a fun little thing. But now I need to check. I've been checking on every day. Mm. I think it ended yesterday or maybe it ends tomorrow. Exciting. Yes. Well, if anybody listening is in London oh in God. Florence or knows things Wait, about, oh, I, I thought about we this. Do I thought have about this. like we have an audience. London is one of my I'm top gonna bring cities. Stickers. I know some of I'm you gonna are bring there. Stickers and then I'm gonna like leave it somewhere and be like left it and oh, then see if anyone really comes cool to get idea. it. That's actually a really cool idea to do that. But if anyone, please feel free to re- reach out to us and give us a suggestion or maybe there's a possibility to be able to meet up with people. That would be really interesting. So if you are in London or Florence, let me know. I did just switch to a grape lollipop from an orange lollipop. The orange lollipop fl- like went on the floor. So grape is not doing it for me, even though I'm such a, I don't know, I'm normally a great person. All right. Great. So, oh, goals. Jesus. Oh my God. Well, that was my goal. Was like What was your goal? The To enjoy the trip and be present. What's yours? Um, oh, to run again. Oh, cool. Run in Italy. I'm going to bring running shoes because I it's love It's like a week away. It's not, that's not within this week. We're like, going on Tuesday. That's within three days. So run again within three days. Sure. Mine was kind of based off of my fat run before. And I was like, it, it would be a shame if I like did this and was like, that's it. I've run. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Baselines. Okay. Identity. We're talking about how you define yourself. And honestly, like I... We just talked about this in the beginning, but overthinking, I feel like it is the easiest thing to overthink ever. Or if you're just overthinking in general, you overthink and you overthink and it expands into like, what the fuck? Who the fuck? 
Uh-huh. Mm. Identity is so interesting to me and something that's on my mind a lot. Or maybe not on my mind a lot, but I feel like it's really, like, present in the world is, like, who you identify as, who you are, and almost this pressure to know exactly what that is and to be able to define that. I looked it up. The definition of identity. Oh, my God. No. I kn- no. I knew you weren't going to no. like this. I'm like, I want to know. It's like, I hate no. being, like, the definition of, but the definition of identity. And I, you guys, I, I will pull, like, academic journals to back some shit I say. In but this. she's not going to look like, up, like, the Google definition. The Oxford Dictionary <laughs> says, like, okay. identity the idea, but but what is it? Because this, I, I wouldn't say it if I didn't think the description. That's was like, like good. in middle school. You're like, this is such a fire essay, and you're like, the definition, the definition of like a tree is a tree, and then okay. you go into it, fire essay, identity for an eighth grader, identity, the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. How in the world Things though can you describe that? Like, what is my identity? My identity is who or what I am. But. Is that something that, like, I have to be able to define completely? Is that something that's set in stone? Is that something that, like, is, can ever be all-encompassing and can ever be perfectly descriptive? Do I even know what my identity is? Can I even define that? What do people think my identity is? How does that differ from what I think it is? How does that differ from what it actually is? Like, the concept of identity honestly stresses me out because I'm like, I feel like it's trying to put parameters on who or what you are right. I think in some sense it's like okay this can help me define who I am but at the same time it's like what is who you are is who you are what you do is who you are what you like is who you are your characteristics is it what you look like is it like what is it and even if those parameters are like completely accurate what if you have a contradiction exactly what if you I was made fun of the other day this is I have this like a note for later in the episode but the other day I said something about like people being nuanced and I got made fun of so hard no it wasn't that i think it just like it came out of nowhere like it was off topic no we're talking about something and i was like oh whatever like you're allowed to be like six opposing people in one and like that's not that's like you're allowed to be more than just those parameters or like set parameters or sometimes i think honestly social media plays a whole thing into it because i'm like if you look at my social media like my Instagram, you can scroll through. Like there's a color, there's the theme, there's a color scheme, there's like a, a bo- like you snap judgment. Like you can learn everything about me in like two seconds scrolling through my page. But you can't. And really. I've never, I never post pictures. This is just a tangible example, but like I don't have a picture of like nighttime. It's all daytime at the beach, like daytime mm. outside. Day- you know what I mean? But like I go inside too. Right. I go outside and like I exist in the night. You don't see that, but I and I won't, don't post a picture of that because I'm like, oh, it doesn't fit in this theme that I identify Same, that with. I, on social that media. is my identity. Same thing happens with other people. I'm like, this happens so often. Like, if you're the, and I'm assuming a lot of you can relate to this. If you're like the token healthy person in your family or like in your friend group or in general, and you, God forbid, you like you eat some, you eat like a piece of bread, which long live bread. Like I don't care. Like. Healthy people need bread. <laughs> Horrible example. But some, or if you go to eat a burger or something, which isn't bad for you. And someone's like, oh, see, we're, like, ditching the health today. And you're like, shut up. Mm. Because that doesn't... Ugh. Just because 
I identify as a healthy person, like, that is part of my identity. It doesn't mean that it has to fit your black and white description of what you think that is. And that doesn't mean, oh, for tonight I'm straying from my identity. No. It's all a part of it. It's not, like, black and white, yes or no. It's just, like, Mm. vibes. (laughs) Your identity, and I always think about this, because it's, like, how do, sure, I could, if I think, I can, like, make a list of Caroline's identity, or my other friends' identities, and I can, like, oh, their personality, oh, their interests, like, make a list of it if I think, but no one thinks that way. Mm. You're just, how do I know that I'm, like, if you were to walk into our apartment right now, I think, I think about this often, I'm, like, if you were to walk into our apartment right now, you would walk past Caroline's room, and without knowing it's her room, you'd be, like, definitely Caroline's room. That, that's, like, get Caroline in there. You think you'd so? walk past Anna's room, you'd be, like, of course it's Anna's room. Like, that gives Anna. You walk yeah, past her and be so like, many... of course that's in Catherine's room. Like, yeah. it gives. You know that because it's just, like, the vibe of your room, and it's the vibe of you, but no one is, like... Dissecting it. Really. Dissecting it. Like, I have a plant in my room, so does Caroline, so does Anna. Like, I have a pillow in my room, so does Caroline, so does Anna. But it's like, hmm. You know what I mean? It's just so intangible, but I feel like when we overthink it mm-hmm. and when we you know, conceptualize it. it mm. To conceptualize something, you have to make it, like, objectified. You have to make it tangible. But that's not... And to understand it, yes, that works, but that's not the whole picture, and that's not the only, like, depiction of who you are. So I think when you get to overthinking about your identity, that's when it's hard to be like... Because I do this, too. I'm like... Who am I? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> but I constantly feel like I have to define myself in a few words or within certain parameters like we were talking about and I think that it happens to all of us all the time first day of school introductions in a class you have to give like one fun fact about you you have to say one thing about you and it's like I'm sorry does anybody else get so stressed out about that because I'm like what is the you one also never thing give the actual that cool I'm stuff. gonna I'm identify like, oh, with I'm right a, now I have, like, a I have a dog like you give like basic answers because get in it's line. Like, like what do you do um but like on writing a resume on interviews, like on a resume, you're being defined and identified by your your past work history, by your skills that you're able to list, by your GPA and your college and those things. That. You're be- that is your identity on a resume. That's all that somebody looking at your resume for a job sees of you. Because I just signed on to a new job, like a sign me contract for a new job. I had three interviews, three different people, max like an hour each, mm-hmm. like of course, like, the vibes were there, and I'm, like, I know who that person is, like, I can understand that person, I, like, I get it, but I don't know anything about, like, yeah. where'd you grow up, like, could you have siblings, like, where, yeah. where are you, are you in Boston, like, mm-hmm. where, where are mm-hmm. you, but some, ha- but now it's, like, we're gonna work together, yeah, for the foreseeable future, yeah, and, like, we've talked for maybe an hour, like, right. what do you know about me, and yeah. how were you able to make, you know, you see my resume, like, we had a conversation, that's it, yeah. How do you know that I'm going to get into the, how do you know that I can, like, do this job? Because it, it takes into account your skills, but also, like, your personality, your time management, the time you have available, yeah. the things that you're interested in. And so there's the resume where you're literally defined by just, like, you know, that work history and the GPA and the numbers, and that's your identity. The most rancid then, piece of paper. It's, like, black text on yeah, a white page. Yeah. God forbid you go over one page no and you have to fit your whole life onto one page yeah like all right this is it it looks like every other person's uh, and then it's like so what are your skills what are your interests and i'm like uh yeah let me just uh, if you look at the very last line there are about three 
items separated by commas. Um, those are my skills and interests. Right. Excel. <laughs> and then, and then you go into an interview for something, and it's like, so tell me about yourself. Uh. Where are we starting? Because how am I supposed to? Well, the funny thing is, I have a narrative. Like I have. I know. So you start Everyone writing has, this like, a little elevator pitch. I'm like, yeah. is that me? So then I start having this elevator pitch, right? My elevator pitch. I am from New Hampshire. I honestly grew just up, listen to the first episode. I, I that grew is up my a bit pitch. in Hong Kong, so New Hampshire, Hong Kong. Read the blurb of this. Those were podcast. really polar like, opposite. Yeah, pitch. like those were really. Pol- this is my elevator pitch. Those were really polar opposite places. The transition was difficult for me, but I it taught me like I love to travel. I learned a lot about culture and diversity, and that was like huge for me. I came back to New Hampshire. I had a hard transition. It pushed me into fitness because I was looking for something to. Um, like, be more personal to me and, like, strengthen my own identity. And so then that became fitness. And then I started working on social media for fitness and building this platform. And now I have a podcast and social media and personal training business. And here are my purposes with it and blah, blah, blah. And that's my pitch. And I'm like, okay, but you don't know what I'm like with my family. You don't know what I'm like with my friends. And also, the more that you say all of these things and have these pitches, I almost start to get imposter syndrome with it because I'm like is this all of who I am? Am I, is this even who I am? On a similar note, I have the exact same thing, like same narrative. And I think part of it is the more we say it, like we've said it together, we've said it individually, but the more like we say it and the more we say it together, because oftentimes if we're like pitching ourselves or talking to someone, meeting someone together at the same time, it's like, it's, it's a group effort. We're like, bouncing but like she we takes one point like i take the next point i like i know what's coming number of times or if we like have presentations we have to do a presentation or something or a meeting or a pitch for the podcast we're like it just happens like we know, we, our part, we know our, our part we know our lines and i'm like i feel like they just morph into one like so even if i'm on my own like i say the same thing and i say it from an individual standpoint but it's the same narrative and same story and i'm like you just heard that that's the exact same thing that caroline might say but we are two entirely different people and everyone knows we're two entirely different people because like our vibes are different yeah. and so under that like those like five main points yeah are completely different yeah points that define each of us so but like you like, wouldn't know that do i identify with girl who grew up in hong kong do i identify with girl from new hampshire I don't. I don't. do i identify with health and wellness influencer nope. do i identify with podcast hosts do i identify nope. with personal trainer am i supposed because to identify with any of them part things? of it is like i'm like did i grow up in hong kong i did but like i left okay and, and, and other, like, when <laughs> i i moved back to the u.s and like other people stayed so like i can no longer say that i can no longer claim that because other people have it more did i grow up in the u.s i did other people grew up longer than me here so like i can i claim that other people are Bigger influencers. Bigger influencers. Can I claim that? Can I claim that? No. Like, do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip. Maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages. Maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Caroline and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer, 
listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly. And the best thing about Rosetta Stone is that Rosetta Stone offers a lifetime membership. So you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons, all the languages, forever. So I've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my Mandarin and let me tell you Rosetta Stone is incredible. The way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my Mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch. Of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive. You learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors other people have bigger podcasts like and so it gets to this really stressful thing in my head of like how do i identify how can i get the whole picture of myself across all, all at once but do i even know what that is can i identify with all of these things or can i identify with none of them or should i be able to or should i not be able to it's stressful and then i think about like in terms of meeting someone new like meeting new people sometimes stresses me out because in some situations when I'm comfortable it's a great I love meeting new people but in some cases I'm kind of just in my head like how do I identify myself right now we, I'm meeting this person for my fir- for the first time they might have heard some things about me before they might not so what's their impression of me what is my identity to them is it reflective of what I think my identity is what do I even think my identity is what do I tell them about do I tell them about social media in my podcast do I tell them about my major in school. So, like, am I right now going to identify as like, the no, international business marketing major? Am I- and was like, oh, how's your fitness thing? Like, so, you don't know anything about so that, but thing? also I'm not talk. I haven't really talked to you my about it. My fitness thing? Thing? Yeah. Okay. It's so... Because then I'm like, now I'm not going to talk about it. Because from that, I'm like, were you just making fun of me? Yeah, also, or, like, do you understand? Do you not understand? Do you follow along? Do you not? And I'm like, I don't... But also, I, know. The, I think we're different. I know we've definitely talked about this in meeting people. Caroline, I think, takes more of an approach of, like, will they like me? And I take more of an approach of, like, I'm not going to like them. Mm. And I feel like you take more of an approach of, like, what are people going to think about me? What are 
You know what I mean? I mean, maybe, but in a sense where I, I think that I'm always nervous going into something that... You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to come on across your identity in, the, in yeah, that sense. Yeah, like, how do people yeah. perceive my identity? And I'm more of, like, refuse... I won't show... Like, I will, like, neutralize my mm. identity. So Because I'm like, what does this person... They don't need to be knowing yeah. me. So another thing that I thought about recently is we have all these things that are pieces of us, but somebody's, like depiction of your identity can be so different from somebody else's like somebody that's in a class with me and really knows nothing about me I'm I like, have that written down I'm here. like are you like co- taking my no, own my I think we both thought of this but I'm just like okay I'm <laughs> like I'm like a marketing major They're like that's how they see me I'm like a, a blonde girl marketing major somebody else that knows me that just follows me on social media I'm the fitness influencer somebody in my family sees me completely differently like maybe my parents see me more all-encompassing but like I don't know aunts uncles cousins they probably don't really know anything about my school right? life or my career life they see me as a totally different thing so what is my identity really if all of these people have a different image of it and have a different let me take it from it. here let Wait, me take can it from I, like can I just finish oh I my have God. another thing because then like we have a friend um a couple years younger than us from home that now goes to Northeastern with us until we see him every once in a while. And the other day he was like, I met people who are fans of yours. Like, people really love you. That's so cool. But then it got me thinking, like, I don't see social media and what I do as, like, something that brings me, like, clout or anything by those means because I see it as something that, like, I'm passionate about and work really hard on and it's, like, my passion and it's my career. I also am convinced, like, if I post something or share something, I'm, like don't even think about it going to people who actually know me. Right. In, like, in the real life. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is going for, like, the people that I know on the internet and, like, that like, actually care, like, yeah. care about this stuff and, like, want to see it. I'm like, I forget that people I know follow yeah. me. Yeah, but then, so I had this thought that, like, this is this thing that, personally, I identify with so much because I'm so passionate about it. Somebody that knows that about me could think that, that is so cool and that gives me all this clout. Somebody else that's like in a class with me or knows me but I've just never brought that up and they don't know that about me, they don't know that whatsoever and so they don't have that perception of me even though it's something that I'm so aligned with and I'm so passionate about. So what makes it the identity? Is it that it's important to me and I identify with it or is it that somebody else perceives it and knows about it or somebody else doesn't perceive it and doesn't know about it. I'm in a class the other day with some kids that I've had multiple classes with over the years, and I brought my podcast up for the first time, and this kid was like, whoa, I didn't know that about you at all. Meanwhile, he is from Singapore, and so I was asking him advice before I went to Singapore. So his perception of me was like, oh, business student girl who's going to Singapore and doing an internship in Singapore. Now, all of a sudden, a year later, he's learning this new thing about me. Does that change my identity? Does that change how he sees my identity? What? And also, like, you could have something that to somebody else could make you so cool, but unless somebody knows about it, it doesn't. You're not. Exist. You're not cool, right? Like, it doesn't. Ex- it doesn't exist unless somebody. All right, I'll take it from here now. It. I'll take it from here. <laughs> so now this is where we're getting into quantum physics. <laughs> I like. I'm by no means just do I study science or anything? Quantum physics, like, I will eat that shit up. I believe in the laws of science, like, in a fundamental, like, humanistic way. Like, I think so many things. E equals mc squared, eat that shit up. Energy 
is matter. Like, energy exists. That's what, like, people's vibes and, like, there's good energy in this room. That means this room is, like, tangibly real. Love to love this stuff. And, like, actually apply these ran seemingly random in my world, because I don't study or do anything with science, concepts and make them so that I can understand them and, like, apply them to my life. So, quantum physics, there's this one, like, I don't know what it is, law, concept, something. And it says that, like, reality doesn't exist until it's being observed. So, like, atoms, molecular level type stuff doesn't, that doesn't exist until you get under a little microscope and look at it. Until you start looking at it and for it, it doesn't exist, but, like, it always exists, but it doesn't. So, I always think about that in terms of people, and especially in terms of, like, healing and growth, is how do you exist when people are observing you? And I think that there's a truth to the fact that things exist once they are observed. Because I could be sitting in my room just vibing. Am I existing? Yes, obviously. But no one is observing me. So, like, what is the level of, like, perception and realness and how extreme in my identity am I being in that sense? Like, I'm doing the same things. I am the same person. Nothing has changed. But because I'm not being observed or experienced, how real is that? Same thing. I think about this more, not to like give you guys an existential crisis, but I've loved this concept forever. Healing or growth. Mm -hmm. You can do the work, do everything. How do you know when you're healed? How do you know when you've grown? When you can go in social settings, in public, out and about, like doing your thing, interacting with other people, and you're applying it. Mm. Because that's when, like, the actual practice and the actual growth becomes real. Like, how do you know you've reached that point because other people are there to observe it? And that doesn't, by no means does that mean, like, it's the other people's power or the other people's control. No, everything is still in your power. It's just that once other people observe your healed version or your grown version that's when it's like oh this is real because it's actually in practice it's actually existing the same i always think about this like the being in your room example i'm the same person if i'm just sitting in my room as i am if i'm like out and about with other people the difference is my qualities when i'm just alone chilling in my room there's nothing to like bounce them off of there's no contrast there's no you know baseline to there's see, no I am the base. There's I no am interaction. I no, 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 no. What I mean, when I'm just sitting in my room, like I am the baseline. When you're out and about, there's this like idea of a baseline that can change depending on what group you're in. But if I'm out, then maybe I'm like I'm funny compared to other people in my room. I am I the same person? Yes, but I'm like comparatively, I'm not being funny. Or maybe someone is super happy. Someone is super energetic. Maybe someone's, like, sad. Maybe someone is depressing. It goes in both directions, but when there's dimension in other people to kind of contrast you and kind of highlight the version of yourself that exists, it, like, makes it real and kind of saturates all of those qualities in a good way. Like, it makes you a more vibrant version of yourself just because there is something to base it off of. So same idea of, like, being around other people has nothing to do with the other people. It has everything to do with, like, you... It becomes real. Mm. If that makes any sense, or if I just confused all of you. On the point of self-growth, 
I also think that there's this huge pressure around the concept of self-growth to identify as changed or identify as elevated and also to identify that your past self needed changing. And I think that that's really strange because having to identify with social those media, things, black and white, like in yeah. the healing era. Yeah. Like, how do you, healed, when did it start? Like, 19, like, yeah. 1900 BC, like, it didn't start on a particular date. It just vibed. Right. It just happened. Like, oh, now you're here? I think that... And then you weren't, but, like, it, yeah. it evolved. It just became. Like, it doesn't need um, a whole black and white. Like, now I am, now I'm not. And I think that goes back to the, like, being around other people has is when you realize that the healing and growth has happened or, like, it's completed. Not because the other people have anything to do with it, because you get to, when you are in the environment, you get to put that into practice, and that's when you're like, oh, I can do this. Like, I've done this. Like, this is where we're at now. Mm. But I'm thinking, like, if you do go through some sort of growth or change, why do we so definitely need to identify, like, oh, there was this past self needed changing this current self this is my elevated because it kind of gives no room for just like an ebb and flow for you to grow more for you to be okay if like things shift or things backtrack or anything in any sense but it also is like okay do you have to so strictly identify that like your past self needed changing are we throwing that away but also then what is your identity because if you're just kind of throwing away what that past was, does that mean that that was never you? Or was that you and now you aren't you anymore because you've changed no. yourself in a way? No. Like, it's all so weird to think about. Like, because they, how are you supposed to both identify? Are, both are true. Yeah. Both are true. Because it just comes back to my question of, like, what is your identity? Is your identity just one solid thing that that doesn't change is your identity who you are right now is your identity who you have been in the past is the identity things you've done things you're doing qualities you have people that you're around like what is it and it's so stressful because it's all of that but also it's none of that you know what i don't miss at all the vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits because personally i just lose all steam i feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. When you have big goals in a busy schedule, like all Girls With Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness. Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change 
And their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products. Caroline and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about well this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. Yeah, and the whole pressure to be able to define yourself and know what that is when you're introducing yourself to somebody, when you're posting something on social media, this but, pressure okay. to be able to, like, put yourself in a box almost the other is just, thing like, stressful. is, like, if you're not, like, curating your social media and, like, editing the pictures to all be the same color so that it looks good from the outside, like, I do that because I have to. <laughs> We right? don't have to. But if, like, my personal account, like, my little secret private account, absolutely obsessed with it. I don't organize anything. Like, it's just photo dumps. It's, like, chaotic, and I love... If you scroll through it, like, it still looks cohesive, and it's still, like, I'm like, oh, that's me. Like, that gives my energy. But it looks nothing like my personal, like, public account. And when I scroll through my personal public account, I scroll through, I'm like, oh, this is me. Like, exactly. Like, this is my energy. Those both exist. It's just different parts of me showing. Mm. And, like, those both can be true. When I have entered different phases of life, I have a tendency to literally have an identity crisis. This happened to me when we went to Singapore last spring because for a very long time growing up in, like, high school and stuff... I identified a lot with the fact that I had grown up in Hong Kong because that was such an important part of my life and such a transformative part of my life. And so for so long, that had been part of my identity. And then the longer I drifted away from that as I went through high school, as I came to college and I hadn't lived internationally anymore, then I had been living in New Hampshire for years and years. I kind of had a little bit of an identity crisis with that. Like, am I allowed to identify with this anymore? how far away can I get from this and still have it be part of my narrative, still have it be something that I identify with? I also hadn't traveled in so long, and so I'm like, for how long can I be someone who loves to travel without really having traveled in years? And then we go to Singapore, and so all of a sudden I'm back in this place, and I'm like, so am I just stepping back into the shoes of this person? Is what I was last year and the year before and all of that living in the U.S., is that gone? Am I different? Am I the same, but I'm just in a different place? How much do I identify with the U.S. and and at home? How much do I identify with where I am now? How am I supposed to show up, like, in my life around people? How am I supposed to talk to people? How am I supposed to show up on social media? That was a huge thing for me. I was like, how much of traveling in this life and stuff do I show up when people see me as health and fitness when I did not post a singular thing personally I was having an identity crisis yeah I was like I couldn't do anything I'm like I have to it's my job I physically couldn't 
I didn't know how to show up. I didn't know what I was supposed to be, who I was supposed to identify with. And that honestly took a lot away from my experience because I think that instead of just really going with the flow and trying to embrace everything that was in front of me at the time, I was really, really, really overthinking about who it meant I was and who it meant I was supposed to be or what it meant people were supposed to think of me and see of me. Like I overthought that and stressed myself out about that so much that I like literally had this identity crisis and it really held me back from just living and I've realized that that kind of happens to me a lot when I go through a change of that because what are you supposed to do when something that you've identified with for so long changes like if you've played a certain sport your whole life and then you go to college and you're not playing it anymore and you've always been the soccer player and now you can no longer say that you're the soccer player but what about you has changed right it was completely right who is doing construction outside of my window right now it was completely accurate for you to like label yourself as the soccer player or as the gymnast Mm -hmm. or as the track athlete oh actor actor (laughs) actress that was i was like the theaterer um but what was completely accurate that doesn't mean that like that didn't exist but you have to figure out what to either fill that spot with when it is no longer or how do you like take up take up that empty space with mm. just you but my question is also why would you not identify with it anymore because if you've played soccer your whole life and now you're just not playing it in college nothing about you has changed except for the fact that you're just not going to soccer practice five days a week you know what I mean like when you first are, like, not doing something like that anymore, when the space is really close and you haven't, like, really, like, gotten away from it that much, it's, like, so do then your activities and the things that you do define you? Because you haven't changed. Who you are hasn't changed. Your, like, passions and interests maybe haven't really changed. That still is all part of your recent past. Then when you drift farther away from something... How long can something have not been prevalent in your life for you to still identify with it? Can you always identify with that? Do you have to find something to fill it? Do you have to identify with, like, that was my past? Something that I think about a lot is, like, speaking Chinese. The more that I'm kind of out of practice with my Chinese, the more I feel like an imposter saying that I'm fluent in Mandarin. I spent years of my life getting fluent in this language when we lived in Hong Kong. Then I came back to New Hampshire and I took some college courses doing Chinese. Like that remained a part of my life and now I've had a few years where I haven't been learning Chinese at all and I'm rarely speaking it can I identify with that and when I try to read something in Chinese or say something or do something if I get frustrated that like I can't think of a word that I know I used to know I did that that stresses me out almost not in the sense but what stresses me out is not I'm not gonna have this and it is I'm not gonna have this skill but I know that realistically I'm not having to use this skill right now so what is it that frustrates me so much that I feel like I'm losing it the fact that I identified with that for so long and that that's always been a part of my identity and that maybe I wouldn't be able to say that or think that or have that anymore or almost feel like I would be throwing that away literally yesterday I was walking down the street and there was a couple speaking Mandarin and I could I was listening and I was like I know they're they're lost, like, they're talking about directions, they're looking at how to get somewhere, and I was like, oh, well, I could just tell them, and for some reason, so I'm, like, trying to explain, and I'm like, I 
cannot for the life Wait, of did you me. speak to them? Yeah. And I, like, gave them directions where they were going. And I was like, it was literally, like, go up two blocks and turn right. And I was like, but it wasn't really blocks. It was like, go up two stoplights and turn right. And I was like, I could not. Say that. Say the word stoplight. And I'm like, I know. Definitively, I know this. Like, I, I know, know I know the word stoplight. In the same time, it, like, it took me two minutes to figure out the word for, like, go, walk straight. And I was like, that is so sad. Like, I can't even think about that right now either. And it's frustrating me in my head because I'm like, I used to know that. It's upsetting to lose a skill like that. But it's kind of double-sided because what frustrates me is, yeah, the fact that I feel like I'm losing that skill a bit. But also the fact that I feel like I, I can't identify with that thing anymore when I used to feel like that was something that set me apart. Another piece of social media, other than the way that you present yourself, is I think just in this world, people think that they have access to everybody. And in some sense, people do have access to everybody. With more social media, with more media for famous people and well-known people, there's this idea that everybody needs to know everything about anyone else. like Or that they think they know everything about Exactly. Else. There's this thought that people know everything, but you, you never do. Do you really think that you know... Kim Kardashian, no, you know the things that you see from her on the media, you know the things that she puts out on her own social media that are curated, you know what news articles say about her, but I guarantee that you don't even scratch the surface of who she is as a mom and as a person and her values and her her work ethic. No, I don't know her, but I'm just saying, I think everyone thinks that they know everyone, everyone thinks that they can have an opinion on Oh, Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez are, like, fighting and, like, all, like, I don't know, that was just a random thing, but everyone thinks that they can just form these identities of people. Like, you think about something and you think you know everything about them because you know who they're dating and the job that they do and all of this, and so you think you can pass judgments on people. And so that's kind of on a big thing with, like, famous people, but also the people around you in your life. People love to label people as oh, that's the fitness girl, oh, that's I don't the nerdy guy, or that. that's the bitch. I don't think like, they're <laughs> wrong for that, because everyone does it, and it's a way... There's a truth in that. Because, like, maybe, like, where do they get that from? Something. You are a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but what does that mean? Does that mean that that opinion of you, like, that's how they identify with you, that can never change? Does that mean that that has to be who you are and that that can never change? And what if you think that that's not true? So then it comes back to, is your identity what you think of yourself? Is it what people think of you? Like, what is it? Another note that I had made similarly to people liking to label other Which people. Which I think is, like, the first, if you're, like, identity. Mm-hmm. The first if you say thing. If you say the word identity to anyone over 50, immediately they're thinking, like, Gender identity, sexuality. Mm -hmm. Which, that's, of course, a part of it. Mm -hmm. But identity, as we've talked about, is so many, like, millions of different parts. Yeah. I think, and I am very limited in my experience on this, just because I am cisgender, I am straight. Like, I haven't had to deal with that much contemplation over my identity in this sense. But I do think that it's quite crazy that everybody needs to know the label of everyone else at all times oh i think they're closeted gay oh i heard she's bisexual blah blah blah. like people love to say those things they love to know those things they love to talk about those things and it's like i don't know i think the more i've gotten older the more i've come to the perspective of like 
what that is such a personal thing what who am i to contemplate that about someone actually else? like genuinely who made genuinely. that so public who made genuinely. that so because like, it is way more important in society than it it has to be mm. like important in the sense of like the only thing that people care yeah. about or talk about i feel like it's way more of a thing than it needs to be not saying importance because obviously that part of who you are is wildly important but the need for everyone to know about it, for it to be announced, no matter how you identify in that sense. Like, why, number one, with the labels thing, like, why is everything a label? Mm. Even the same thing. Nerd. Bitch. Fitness girl. Why are you being labeled? Why can't you just be vibes? I think almost in high school and stuff, I didn't really understand it all that much because I think everyone's just like, curious about that like the idea of just like identity and sexuality and that stuff is very new at that age anyways so I think you're like it's very intriguing when like someone is gay or somebody's bisexual or somebody identifies as something that isn't just straight but now like in college if I hear somebody like question somebody else's sexuality and stuff I'm like who who are you to care who are you to the way that's say like that? Like, at one because specific it honestly, thing. like, it honestly happens. And I'm like, we are 20 years old. Like, I'm sure that there are parts of your life that you're not so sure about right now. Like, what's your career identity? Yeah. Like, you know, let's talk about let's that. talk about that. Like, what are you? Like, who are, what are you, you doing after to graduation? try to define and judge and guess at somebody's gender or sexual orientation? Like, why is that? somebody else's thing to decide but also why do we put so much pressure on other people having to define that themselves either because again I really just don't have the experience of having to really contemplate it myself and I would imagine that for some people being able to label themselves and have those identities can be a really empowering strengthening thing but I bet that also for a lot of people who are just exploring but the pressure to reach that point maybe before you're ready. You're ready before or before you, know. you like you know what I mean? Mm. Is so unnecessary. Exactly. I think for a lot of people who are just exploring things and kind of trying to figure it out themselves, it would be a lot better to not have this pressure of like you you have to have this, you know, a big coming out and a big I am this rather than like I'm just going to explore my feelings and what I'm drawn to. Like I think no, it can go or, both ways. or not even that. Just like, oh, I am myself I am myself and And I think that's my that's like my biggest thing is with with every single part of identity it's like why people aren't given the space to even like try out being healthy or try out being like reading or try out whatever it is like trying out different hobbies are part of your identity but no one's given this it boxes you in like you're forced to be boxed by identity and that's so irritating and so unnecessary and i think like obviously it's good that we're definitely especially like our generation if we're gonna go there is moving away from that which is fun which we love but also like identity that's a major ass headache it's a major ass headache. Because it's not a headache until you start thinking about it. Because me... And I don't think we have to think about me it. Me trying to define myself has truly held me back in so many ways. Like, and I I don't know if that's, like, extremely <laughs> true, but I'm sure that if I didn't feel I'm this... sorry. I just, like, fell out of my chair. That was such a strong okay, statement. Okay, maybe I don't mean it quite so strong, but I'm just thinking, like, me needing to, like, feel like I have to define myself in one way... 
has probably stopped me from well, yeah, trying so new valid. things in a sense because I'm just like, oh, that's not me. I'm not that person. That's not how I identify. I'm not going to try that. Like, whether it's just like trying a new hobby, having a change of routine, doing something different, I think this need to identify and know our identity and be aligned with the identity that people see for us can really put a lot of pressure on you and stop you from trying new things, stop you from just vibing, stop you from exploring, stop you from just living and letting life flow. Because also, like, we live long lives and, like, ever-changing lives. How are oh my God, you that's supposed another, to God, just no, not change? We've been here for far too long. And I'm, if I could open my mouth about this for another, like, six hours. Keep talking. But you are supposed, like, if you are one identity right now you are completely allowed to and like borderline you should in 10 years be a different personality and then 10 years from there be a different personality obviously you're gonna have the same like little traits like there are things that I act the same way right now as I did when I was six weeks old you know like mannerisms like that those are fun we love those staying the same the things that come in and out and flow and change should change and like that those are parts of your identity too and that should be able to adapt and evolve and change and all the good things that we love and we say every single episode should be able to happen without you being held back by oh that doesn't fit in my identity because if you hold yourself back you're you're stopping the natural evolution there so those are some thoughts on identity (laughs) it's just a topic that i think is very interesting is, in in Catherine's words, nuanced. That's a normal... Like, people say that word. Yeah, it's I not know. that it's a, crazy it's a good that word. I said it. It's like, a good it word. Just... But I think it's something that, like, can be kind of stressful and can be a little bit too serious Overwhelming. Overwhelming. Over- but it literally shouldn't and it shouldn't have to be and that doesn't change the fact that it is. But, like, once again, I'll say it once, I'll say it again. It's the only way to explain it. Just vibe. Like, yeah, it's just vibe. Like, your identity is just an energy. Or is it? Like, what is it? I don't know. Let us know what I you guys think. I thought we reached something here. You just backtracked <laughs> I'm not the sure if we hour. reached something, though. I'm not... I, like, I definitely think that we reached some things. But I think the thing that I reached most is not, what is your identity? How are you supposed to define that? But a little bit more of, like, maybe we just don't need to define ourselves quite so much. But that's hard to say when then we have those things, like resumes and interviews and school and meeting people where you kind of do a little bit but they're not supposed to know the trauma from eighth grade so true like that's something come to terms with the fact that your boss is allowed to know your work identity and your friends are allowed to know your social identity and your parents are allowed to know your like family identity and those no one has to because I do the same thing. I'm like, oh well, we don't actually know each other because they don't know every single thing about me. And Catherine loves know, to say that. And Catherine loves to say, well, we don't actually know each other. I cut other. my hair in like sixth grade when like I got a piece of gum stuck in. Like, why the fuck would they know that? They don't need to be knowing that. You don't know that about them. Like, you. That's so irrelevant. When Catherine no does one, love to say like, oh, we don't actually know each other. We don't well, actually know each other. Because that's but true. Because like, it's one thing to like I stand by having a rigid evaluation of like friends and people in my life but I am realizing more and more and like getting better with the fact that like not everyone needs to know everything about you and that's because you also don't know everything it should about be that most way it should well I like like to know everything you know what I mean but you like, don't and a, that can still mean that you're friends with them don't it means I'm friends with them it doesn't mean I'm like it's different levels and that because different levels of friendship and different types and forms of relationships require different levels of insight 
onto your personality and different personalities coming across. Like, that is just life. You're allowed to be... Oh, if you overthink it, to, like, compartmentalize yourself into six different people. But really, you are yourself, and they're all valid versions of you. They're just... Obviously, you're not going to show up with your therapy version to work. So true. And whatever you feel like you are, whoever you feel like you are, like, not to be cheesy and sentimental, but, like, you are perfect as you are, and you just, like... <laughs> Shit, you someone can, put that on a graphic you for her swipey posts. evolve... And do all of Caroline's these things. Caroline's next post is going to be a selfie. Swipe. You are perfect. Swipe. You can evolve. Swipe. <laughs> As you are. But it's just like you don't always need to be chasing a new that form bag. of self. You <laughs> Yes, be chasing that bag. You don't need Sorry, to be Sorry, my chasing. mental capacity for like existentialism has capped. Okay, and let, me try, let me try to get this last like thought that. out. I apologize. <laughs> she apologizes. You can be naturally evolving because that is just naturally life. You don't always have to be chasing a new identity. You don't have to also be boxing your boxing yourself into what you feel like your identity has to be. And I think the more that we can kind of let those things go and that need to so strictly identify ourselves, the more that we can just be happy with honestly who we are in any given moment. Because I think that the more you try to define yourself and you put yourself in that little box, then the less room you give yourself to, like, actually live and enjoy life as it comes and be okay with things changing and, like, be appreciative of new things. Those are my final thoughts because it's something that I need to do better, so. And with that, thank you for thank listening. Thank you for listening and we will see you guys. No, we won't. Next episode, guest episode. Oh, yeah, love we have a guest episode next week. While we're in Italy, we'll have a guest episode posted. So until then, follow the podcast at Girls with Goals Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Follow me, Caroline Kaneen. And Catherine Kaneen. And you know what? If you love this, leave us a review. a review. I know, we haven't said that in a leave while. Leave a rating and a review. That that truly like helps us out so much, and we really appreciate Changes it. the world. Follow the podcast on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen. And again, if you want first updates, exclusive access on that merch, click the first link in our show notes and you can get on that list. We'll see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.